Welcome back to OK Podcast. My name is Hayden. My name's Kamila. And today we are coming at you with a really awesome episode. Uh, in today's episode, we are going to be discussing the ins and outs of over-the-top fashion. Yes, over-the-top fashion, or OTT, is exactly what it sounds like. Over-the-top in every regard, whether it's uh, Lolita, Decora, Fairy K, you go all out in your accessories, clothes, and makeup. It's basically the exact opposite of any sort of casual J fashion cord. And to join us in this discussion, we got an OTT icon. Most people know him as the Creepy Pie on Instagram, but we know him as Daniel. He was in our Anime Expo interviews last year, and we are super excited to have him on as a full episode guest. Before we do that, though, let's get into our regularly scheduled content, starting with our events for this month. So first up, we have the J Fashion Swap Meet at OkashiCon, which is in Austin, Texas? It's, or? It said the Austin, Austin Pflugerville area. <laughs> so whatever that means to Texas people... Um, that's what that means. Look it up. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a really cool convention in general because Haruka is actually a guest there. But I couldn't find anything that was specifically saying any time slots for the fashion show. But I know there is going to be a fashion show there as well as a swap meet. So they say that sticky tags and markers will be available at the panel to price your items and that all attendees for this swap meet must have, a, have an Okashikan badge to attend the panel. So yeah, this is a great place to get rid of some items, get some new things that you want. Uh, I know I still have yet to go to a J Fashion swap meet just because they always happen when I'm not around or oh, I have work no. or I'm busy and it sucks. And I really want to go to one. Oh, okay. So someday. Maybe yeah. I'll organize one myself just so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this we, works we for my it. schedule. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Next up is the Anime Expo Fashion Meetup. Come show off your best coordinates while meeting other fashion enthusiasts from all over the U.S. and the world. Meet with their Harajuku Day photographers for professional coordinate shots and exchange business cards with all L.A. vendors. And this is an all-style inclusive meetup, which I find very yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so feel free whatever, so feel free to wear whatever you think is your personal J fashion style. They will be meeting at the cosplay meetup spot number seven. W won't we be there? Yes, uh, <laughs> I will personally be there. I don't know about Hayden. I I'm not going to because um, mm -hmm. a one day pass is seventy dollars at the moment, and I'm like, <sighs> yikes. Yeah, oh, it's a yeah. little pricey, and yeah. to go down to LA for like a one to oh, two yeah, hour. Yeah, you're like further away. You're way yeah. further away. Yeah. yeah, it takes about two hours on the metro to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me to spend two hours on the train to be at like a two hour meetup, like, isn't super logical yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna try to go one of the days, or are you just like, I'm not gonna do it? Yeah, I'm probably Expo. just gonna tap out of this year. Mm -hmm. um, but I am going to be at the next event that we're going to talk about. Yeah, and that's the Anime Expo kickoff with Bisco Izaki at Fickle Wish. Are you experiencing some Anime Expo FOMO? That's, that's me. <laughs> that's me right now. 
<laughs> Lucky for you, Fickle Wish will be bringing some AX to the shop badge free. They're going to be hosting a meet and greet with the creator of Manhattan-chan, Bisco Izaki, in the store on the evening of day zero, which is Thursday, July 4th, of mm-hmm. Anime Expo. You will be able to meet Bisco with the purchase of any Manhattan-chan items. He will also draw the portrait of three special people that evening, so be sure to arrive early to swipe up our very limited portrait tickets. Well, they're very limited portrait tickets. <laughs> um, <laughs> the sale of portrait tickets will start at 7.30 p.m. as soon as they open and are $20 each. You know your boy is going to get one of those <laughs> tickets. <laughs> yeah, Hayden's an early person. Hayden will be there. Um, Kamila, on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I'm really excited about the event. Um, I'll be flying in uh, earlier that day, so I'll, like, immediately be like, all right, I got to get dressed. Got to get dressed for this uh, pre-anime expo event. (laughs) I'm really, really excited. This seems, like, besides their one-year anniversary, this is, like, one of their bigger um, events that they're having. And also, yeah. I haven't gone to Fickle Wish in like a year, so I'm really excited to see the new stuff they're going to have. Right. Like, so now we're going to move on to our kawaii spotlight. The first thing on our list is the new 80s-inspired brand from the former Galaxy designer, Jun Arai. Which I got to meet him at last year's Anime Expo. He is so sweet and nice. I saw him again when I did the pop-up at Galaxy. He's like, so nice. So we picked out a few key pieces from this new line that June is coming out with. The first item is called the Puppy All Over print. And I saw it and the first thing was like, ooh, cute. <laughs> yeah, it has like this really like big, cute puppy that's like slobbering over the <laughs> news logo and then it has like a whole bunch of like bones and like other cute shapes in the background the color scheme seems to be like a like hot pink white yellow i guess it would be a teal green yeah and blue yeah but it's very bright i really like it's like it's like not pastel but not like i guess it's more neonish i don't know a little bit a little bit it's bright Oh, this one is very 90s. So we have the party night all over print jumpsuit. Think of like, I guess, pajamas you can go out in. (laughs) But yeah, it's like kind of like a full on sweatsuit. It looks very like it looks warm and like thick, Uh, not something very like thin or anything like that. Um, It reminds me of bowling alley carpets. Yeah. That's what I or feel like an from this. arcade carpet or something yeah. from the eighties and things like that. It's got a whole bunch of funky shapes that are just like squiggly lines, and they even have like the news logo like yeah. sneakily in there, but it's still shaped kind of like confetti squiggly lines and triangles. The color scheme has like black and white, and then some like pink, red, green, blue uh, color scheme. And then we have the eight arms all over print short pants. I really like these Mm -hmm. because I'm a sucker for marine biology, and these have octopi on them. And also hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Octopi (laughs) and hot dogs. What a combo. What a combo. Um, So we got some black taco octopi on them, and then they're holding uh, hot dogs, and they have baseball caps on and they're also yeah. holding some drinks that say fresh on it and they're like the classic 
7 Eleven uh, cups that you can get. Yeah. Like the big gulp cups. <laughs> yeah. It kind of seems like the octopuses uh, are a like mascot for this made up food mm-hmm. place. Yeah, it's super cute. And then we have the slime painter all over print hoodie, which I really like because it's back to my color scheme, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We've got like a white background and then some like. There are these like slime people painters, so it's kind of like like slime people with like um, it's very similar to like I mean if you like looked at Galaxy stuff, you mm-hmm. could kind of see a little bit of that like some of those characters design wise coming into this slime painter all over print, and you know a lot of pieces from this line remind me of Keith Haring with his. I wouldn't call them stick figure guys. Yeah, all of this is really pop arty. Yeah. Um, this it's not so much pop art of like Andy Warhol. It definitely is like reminiscent of Keith Haring's uh kind of pop art style. And yeah. I really like that. I think it's I love Keith Haring. He's one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Um and he's a great he was a great um member of the LGBT community. Yeah. Which is awesome. So just my little view on it. Yeah. So the next Kawaii Spotlight is Dolby's all-size Lolita fashion. So Dolby is an independent Lolita creator. She creates all of her own prints, and she makes all of her dresses herself, and Mm -hmm. they are freaking gorgeous. If I had to say, like, oh, okay, what are some indie designers that, you know, make sizes for everyone? It's just, like, Dolby. Go to Dolby. Yeah. And, like... Honestly, if people are able to spend three upwards of $300 on, like, angelic pretty dresses, mm-hmm. I think y'all should definitely take a look at Dolby. Her stuff is pricier, but that's because it's all handmade. It's right. um, all custom made. So you can be whatever size you you are, and she will make it in your exact measurements. Right. And um, she's also plus size herself, so it's not just, like... Someone who's trying to like, oh, okay, I don't really know the plight or like the experience or anything like that. Like she knows you're supporting someone else who's like making clothes for you and by you. And she is a person of color. So it's a lot of different things coming together. That's just like we should definitely support this brand because the work is beautiful. And I think she often just like she makes it the forefront of her brand to try and offer dresses for everyone. So the few pieces that we picked out to uh, spotlight in this segment is My Tea Table, Moss Maiden, and PG Garden Party. PG Garden Party, we'll start from the end, is it's reminiscent of Rose Letter from Angelic Pretty. Mm. That's what I get from this. You got a lot of roses on it, some doilies. Yeah. And it looks like something you would wear to, like, the botanical gardens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that lace on the bottom is super elegant. Mm-hmm. Oh, it also, um, I heard that all of her dresses come with a pocket. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, a pocket. That's amazing. <laughs> but she not only does Sweet Lolita, she also does classic and gothic. Moss Maiden is more gothic, and then one of the colorways is more mm. classic. Comes in green and black, and it honestly, like when I hear Moss Badger, I think of something like this. It's very reminiscent of Moss Badger's designs as well. I mean, I don't know, though. Moss Badger usually does stuff with either like classical, ca- like classical art. That's true. Very true. It just reminds me of her name. 
Yeah, honestly. <laughs> that's probably yeah. where I'm getting yeah. it from. And then my tea table is, it, it's it's tea time. It's tea time, straight up. Like, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different colorways for it. It has teapots and teacups, and it has little tiers of finger foods and sweets. So if you guys are into that body line, um, Q-Pie dress, I think it's called, mm. where it has all the sweets and teas on it. This is really, really cool, and I, like honestly let's admit body line doesn't have the best quality stuff but i think this or if you're looking for something that's more elegant but like has a similar type of uh theme i think yeah similar type of theme yeah my tea table is the way to go oh yeah and then it comes in a few different colorways like two sweet colorways and then one that's like dark i guess that's still sweet i guess it has like it's black and pastel colors. <laughs> what is it? Bittersweet, people call it. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that reminds me of those sketch where it's like, stop making bittersweet happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> so you can check out Dolby on Etsy. Next up, we have the Yume Kawaii brand, Katie. So I found Katie by just going in the backlog of uh, my Fairy K blog, and I had never heard of this brand before. So I think it's really cool to be touching upon it. So I'm not sure if this brand ships internationally. um, And I also am not super fluent in kanji at all, really. Mm -hmm. So I can't read it to see if they do ship internationally you might have to get a shopping service for this brand but katie is a super yume kawaii brand and i like their modeling first Mm -hmm. off they have a lot of different variety in their models Mm -hmm. which i think is super cool yeah definitely looks international so this brand seems to hit on a lot of different marks where like angelic pretty has their lifestyle type of items Mm -hmm. um like notebooks and stuff like that katie is also doing the same where they have like mugs and a lot of different accessories like phone cases and boxes but they also do have a lot of cool clothes one that i really like is the under pretties short pants (laughs) so they're shorts and they have a bit of a lettuce cut on the fringe oh okay it's very yume kawaii these pants honestly look like something you would find in like an antique store that your grandma Mm. would have back in the day and yeah. you're like, oh, these are perfect. Another one of my favorite pieces is Girl in the Room Shearing One Piece. So this is a fully mm-hmm. sheared one piece. Well, not like a one piece by Lolita standards. It's more like a, it's a jumper skirt. I'm not sure why they call it a one piece. It kind of looks, you know, like a beach yeah, slip. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the top is fully sheared and then it's a nice full skirt. Um, and it comes in pink, lavender, and black. And the last one, I'm going to let Kamila do this one because she seems to know more about it than I do. (laughs) You know, I'm always up on what's hot (laughs) in the Decora and Fairy K communities. And what I've been seeing a lot is this Target Museum of Ice Cream collaboration. It's it's popping on the charts right now. I saw it at Target I have one of the items. I have the fanny pack, which is great because it's like a clear vinyl and it has like gummy bears on it that are in like some pastel colors. Since it's like it has a really good belt that has a lot of like adjustment capabilities. I'm quite small in the (laughs) waist area. And when I got a Hot Topic fanny pack, it just kept falling off me, even on the smallest setting. Oh, no. So this one like had a lot more like leeway for me to like make it as small as I want, make it as large as I want. 
And if you've heard of the Museum of Ice Cream, it's a really like it's one of those Instagrammable phenomena sort of art places that's just like, yeah, buy these tickets. And then you get to go through all these like colorful ice cream themed exhibits. It's kind of like David's Candy. Or is it David's Candy? Dylan's Candy Bar. Dylan's. I was yeah. thinking about David's tea. <laughs> it's like Dylan's Candy Bar if it had like a whole art section to it, like more um, installation art. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really inclusive. Like, yeah. they have boys, stuff for girls. boys, girls. And so it's, like, a really non-gendered fashion. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone is wearing, like, bright pastels. Like, there's a short and shirt set that are blue with really bright yellow bananas. And mm-hmm. they have a boy wearing them. They have girls wearing gummy bear shirts. And they have adults wearing it, too. It's not just children and, like, some of the advertisements and stuff. They have stuff for, I guess, that's hitting upon all ages. <gasps> I want those... Sunday fun day and those shorts. I am looking at these shorts right now. I never oh seen. I didn't haven't seen anybody with these shorts. I'm like, where are these shorts at? They are two toned, or they are they're like two dual patterns. patterns. Yeah, dual patterns. One leg is pink and blue checkered. The other one is red and or like dark pink, blue, yellow that's sprinkles. Like, that's like dual wielding like two swords. This is I amazing. love dual pattern anything. I just got yeah. some dual pattern joggers from Trash Queen Shop. One side is blue gingham and the other side is pink gingham. I love them. I haven't gotten the chance to wear them because it's too hot now. Yeah. And we don't have spring in the Midwest. There is no spring. So Yeah, it's just winter. So we'll, we're going to use it real soon. Exactly. <laughs> but these shorts are perfect for summer. Yeah, right now for me, the sprinkly design is like what I am going for. I'm probably going to go to Target after this because it's it's near my house and I'm just like, I need some. Yeah. I need something. Target's I'm going. Target's very weird in that if you see it, you need to buy it because it's like... It's going to go fast and it's not going to be on clearance. Right. And nobody's going to know anything about it. You're going to be like, um, are you going to be getting any more? They're like, we don't even know what museum of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me recently when I tried to get a skirt from there. It was really sweet, kind of antique looking floral skirt. And it was a high-low, had these beautiful ruffles. I'm like, I want that for like a nice Dolly K coordinate. Can't find it. Yeah. Like not, and every Target has some different stuff. You'll go to another one and it's just like, oh, okay, I found those shorts. I have never seen those shorts before. Hit it up while you can right and apparently the kids section is also like friendly for adults too like yeah. they're extra large will fit you nicely if you are yeah. an extra large in adults depending on the fit so real quick before we go into our guest content we did want to remind everyone that we do have a patreon up and running if you guys would like to support our content that we make monetarily really does mean a lot to us when you do so. Everything we do funding-wise for this podcast is out of pocket. So any places that we go to, subscription fees, like for SoundCloud, 15 bucks a month, all that is out of our pocket. Going to events to try and do panels. Yeah, interviews with you guys. So if you guys head on over to our Patreon, we only have one tier and it's really not that much. It's only three bucks a month. With that, every month you do get some extra patron content and you do get the opportunity to contribute to our podcast typically and we're sorry we didn't do it for this episode life's been crazy for these last two so we forgot to do some questions for our guests but we will hop back on it for next month promise swear to god yeah with all the technical difficulties that's been on the forefront of our mind trying to just get that episode yeah 
Usually, when everything goes smoothly, you can send in questions to us to feature for our guests that we have on for our episodes. Yeah. So that way you are directly contributing for our certain topics. Sometimes we'll ask you guys questions. Right. Yeah, that's true. Last time, I think we did some questions based off of the uh, fact of like community events. Yes. So again, you guys can head on over. No pressure to do so. But if you guys want to help us out in a monetary way, three bucks a month is a really great way to get started. Less than coffee. I used to be a canvasser. So one of the things we would say is um, it's like buying the gays a coffee once a month. It's like (laughs) buying the gays a drink once a month. So that's what we would do. That's hilarious. So it's like (laughs) buying the J Fashioners a coffee once a month. Right. So yeah, thank you all so much. And at this point, we are going to throw it over to our guest segment. Here's a little bit about our guest for today. Creepy is a Western Vocaloid producer based in New Jersey known for writing songs that mix reality with horror. Known for songs such as Mommy, Exorcism, and Love, he takes a hold of stories and movies and molds them into something that is horrific in concept and in reality. He has released his first album, TV, which will be followed up with his sophomore album in the near future. As well as that, his personal fashion has been grabbing the attention of some popular brands such as Puvathel, Hard Decora, and Yokai Candy. He's also been featured on NHK's World's Quiet International with his over-the-top style. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing today? (laughs) (laughs) Hi! Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's it's been a weird day today, but you know what? I'm alive. We're, we're here. We're here and ready to go. You know, that's that's all we need. Yep. That's all we really need. Same. <laughs> we just need you I love breathing your and entrance. talking. You entrance you you like introduce yourself kind of like you're the character in a movie that's just like, "Hello." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in a cartoon or something. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, that's how I am. I just, like, I come in, I'm like, I'm here. Hello. How are you? Yeah, perfect for our OTT episode, since you're just, like, over the top in more ways than one. Oh, oh, honey, honey, honey. (laughs) So let's start it off with our first question. Where did you start in J-Fashion, and how would you describe your current style? Um... Okay, I actually started in Fairy K and Decora. Um, um, it was, I remember it so vividly. Like, it was I was going to Newark Minicon, and it was my first time that I wanted to try J Fashion and Decora, and I didn't have a lot of things on me, mm-hmm. and I had a pink Letterman jacket, a pastel color block shirt, gold tights. And I think they were black and white creepers. And I had like a 6% Doki Doki ring that was gifted to me and a really, and a cute wig that had really weird bangs. I I was like, okay, I could do fairy K. Like it's, I feel like that would be super cute. And I remember I put it on and I was so emotional because <laughs> I always wanted to be cute, but I never like looked in the mirror and thought I was cute. Yeah. So then when I put it all on, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I'm cute. <laughs> That's super so, sweet. Yeah, yeah, but now um, I'm actually not very into Fairy K because I realized, wait, I'm extra. What am I talking about? <laughs> right. so, 
I moved from pastels to neons, and now I'm just like this big old candy monster that's just like, I'm not scary. I just look scary. <laughs> it's like kind of like, you know, Sesame Street. They have all these monsters and stuff, but it's not like scary. It's just like yeah. creative. Like, oh, that monster has horns, but they have pom poms on them. Hmm. It, like, I like to mix the whole like, Gurokawa with Dekora a lot. So there's been some instances where you've had to deal with public negative criticism, like people taking pictures of you without permission and posting them elsewhere. How do you overcome those situations? Uh, (laughs) The first thing I do is just groan because I'm just like, is this happening again? Because it happens so fucking often and i'm just like stop (laughs) and that's like something that people are like like being like new to j fashion or even been doing j fashion for a while but maybe just more at events they're really worried about going out in public and somebody like making fun of them in some sort of way and them find finding out like that's sometimes people's like biggest fears and you face that fear like multiple times I feel like this is a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I do believe that if you're going to go into alternative fashion, be prepared. <laughs> that mm-hmm. This is this is not, quote unquote, for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Like, like you are going to face a lot of negative criticism. It, it's unfortunate because, like, I said this multiple times. Like I said, there was this big post on Twitter I made talking about this is why people don't want to dress the way they want because of people like you. Like, you guys keep taking our photo. Um, and that was posted on this, like, 700K site. And it has mm-hmm. 700K followers. And it, it was messy. For me, I don't take shit. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, y'all want to be messy? Okay, I'll be messy right back at you. And I'm going to call it out. Yeah. Uh, ways I overcome it is calling it out. There's some ways I've dealt with it that aren't the best, like uh, mm-hmm. taking their phone and throwing it. That oh. is not something you should not do. <laughs> That's a little yeah. extra, but I mean, I mean but you, you know. are extra. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, OTT, like do what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't recommend that, but if they're acting like a complete douche to you and like are taking your photo in your face to make fun of you... I'll look away for two seconds and be like, oh, no, your phone is in the river. Oh, <laughs> how unfortunate. But one of my friends, um, they actually gave me really good advice and said the best response is not giving one at all. That's a pretty good response. Another response is that that I've done is that if they're, you see they're taking a photo, pose. <laughs> pose. Pose. You're going to look like a foot. You're going to look like a foot. But pose. Like, literally, like, do your most obnoxious pose. If people get in the way, you can blame that person and be like, oh, they were taking a photo of me. I had to pose. And, and I mean, ha- like, that kind of works in a way of, like, you taking control of the photo that they're taking of you. Like, mm-hmm. instead of it looking like, oh, look at this, like, weird person that I, like, kind of snuck take a, took a photo of on the train. Like, now it's kind of like... This photo person op. is yeah, photo op and right. also this person is proud of what they're wearing. It's they're right. not looking like unsuspecting. And, and of course, like we have the whole like I take a photo of you. Like mm. 
Like I've I've done that multiple times, and if you go on my Twitter, you'll see it so many times. <laughs> I post it so many times because I'm so tired. Just let people live. We're not hurting you. Yeah. Like, unless like for some reason my outfit is physically hurting you. First of all, don't take a picture, and second of all, just tell me to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like you can turn it into a positive situation. Like like I know that you've. Like, when you call it out and things like that, people who support you come in and in droves and, like, you know, let them know why they support you and why they're a fan of your work, you know, and share it or just become more actively involved in in your expression and things like that. It hasn't happened where, like, someone has taken a photo of me and, like, shared it or something, but I've had really terrible comments on... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of my photos and things like that because of my race and times that I've like even spoken about it and things like that I've had like friends or just people like really go out and just start liking the photo and start like being like don't pay attention to it you know and that could right. be like really supportive as well like if you're not able to like hold it in that this has happened to you because sometimes you don't want to like talk about it because it's just like mm-hmm. tiring right. But um, if you feel like you need that support, like there's going to be people who will support you. And also, I find that posing for people who take pictures, it scares them a lot. And I love yeah. it. Oh, it scares them to all hell because they're like, oh, shit, they found me. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, I found you. <laughs> so, like, you want to take a photo? Okay. Oh, and one more thing I've said, I've done recently, at least, if they start taking a photo, I'll go up to them and be like, oh, my God, hi. I saw you were taking a photo of me. Okay, so uh, solo shots are three dollars if you want to take a photo with me it'll be five dollars and for a selfie it'll be seven dollars and if my friends with me be like oh you can do a group shop for ten dollars like <laughs> that's amazing like, so new york it makes you think of those like um <laughs> on like times square there's like those knockoff characters oh, that's, 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 yeah, that's where i did it that's where i did it we were in um me and my friend we were in nintendo world oh, and like yeah and someone asked but I felt bad because, like, they were with their kid and we both were like, ah, they're probably spending, a- they're dropping a lot of money on this child. Because we kind of, like, saw in their cart, we saw, like, three games, a Nintendo Switch, a bunch of Real. plushes. We were like, let's give this mom a free photo. Like, this mom obviously wants to take a photo. She's yeah. so excited to see us. Let's just yeah. take it for her. And then we stepped outside and someone asked and then I pulled the shtick and they ran. Yeah. <laughs> happy because our photo wasn't going to get taken but i was sad because i didn't get any money (laughs) (laughs) uh the next question we have for you is that like we've heard you say that alternative fashion has saved your life or uh it's given you motivation to overcome some of life's obstacles can you elaborate on what fashion does to help you move forward positively in life so this kind of goes back to the whole like negative criticism thing Mm mm-hmm before, I wasn't able to take negative criticism at all. To be fair, I never got it as well. I also do music. I write vocal and music, but it's a weird it's a weird thing, but I never really got feedback on anything. So when I did, I retaliated really hard. I was also in like a really bad state of mind because I surrounded myself with un- unfortunate people. Let's just say those people are no longer around in my life and in all honesty, I'm so happy without them sort of putting myself on the pedestal with alternative fashion and everything 
because I put myself on that pedestal. I wanted to dress that way, not mm-hmm. like, not like my best friend put a gun to my head and said, "You're gonna dress in this now." And no, I put myself there. At first, it was like really scary because I remember stepping outside of my house, and my heart was pumping. It was like, I'm so scared. Like, what if they don't like how I look? Only to find out, like, that's not the case. Like, people were so excited to see me because I look cute. And that raised my self-confidence a little bit. And then the negativity came in. And, of course, I I wasn't ready for it. So my self-confidence went down harshly. And then I slowly started to realize that these people, I I didn't know these people. Like, why was I caring so much about what Mm. these people were saying about how I looked? Like, I looked in the mirror the first time I did it, and I looked cute. Why am I caring about these people who've never seen me, saw this as their first impression, and went, oh, he's ugly. Why is he wearing that? Like, this, that, and the third. And now, it's a weird, it's weird, because it's just like, uh, it's hard to put into words. It's just, I found myself being more and more confident every day, every time I get up and put an outfit together, or if I slap something together really quick. Basically, if I'm able to look in the mirror and be like, oh, this is a look, yes. <laughs> and then be able to pose in front of the mirror yeah. and really like how I am and even take photos in front of my mirror, that's like, okay, that's going to be a good day. A good day. I look cute. I feel cute. I'm ready to go. And just like sort of knowing like, hey, like you have an outfit to wear tomorrow. That kind of pushes me a little further into like, Okay, I guess I, I guess I'll get up and do something tomorrow. Right, I I can understand that. Like I'm getting ready to go to uh, Anime Expo, and I have like so many outfits that I'm like preparing <laughs> that I'm just like holding inside of like my head and my mouth and my mirror that's in the living room, and I'm just like, okay, I can't wait to bust this out. Like <laughs> that's what I'm like so Mm. excited to do is like to put the clothes on and like work with it and um have my hair a certain way like it's like really exciting like i really look forward to it more than the convention itself yeah also have fun for me i'm not gonna be able to go i'm poor (laughs) a year ago that day we will have met you oh yeah oh yeah if you guys don't remember go look back at our anime expo interviews uh episode when we interviewed Daniel and a bunch of other J Fashion people at Anime Expo. It was beautiful. It, it was, was lovely. Good. It was a great day. It was hot. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh god, I remember that outfit too. Oh my god. It was um a de- my decora blazer. I wanted to die. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. But um yeah. yeah, like long story short I wake up and I'm able to put something on that I feel like is representative of me, whether it be in that day or just overall. And I'll be like, oh, this is a cute outfit. Like, I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to I'm going to try my best to have a good day. Sometimes that doesn't work, but most of the time it does. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, it can really change your mindset. And then I wanted to ask, did gender stereotypes ever stop you from expressing yourself in the J fashion community? If so, how did you change that? I have one response and one response to that only. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Well, that's good then. Like, why are we putting gender on clothes like that's so ugly like Mm -hmm. for real 
I remember when I bought my first pair of YRUs, my mom called them girl shoes. And I was oh. like, how? Gross. Like, oh, they're tall and they look like heels. I'm like, bro, if these are heels, then I'm excited to wear a pair of heels. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, that's never stopped me. Recently, I've been wearing, um, what's it called? Is it the thing that you got from um, Black Ribbon? Yes. Is it a pinafore? There we go, pinafore. Yes, there we are. <laughs> Pinafores. And I feel like, because I don't really wear skirts, not because like, oh, these are for girls. It's just like, I, I love some of the patterns, but I'm like, eh, it doesn't really work for me. But, and that's completely valid. If it doesn't fit, if you don't feel like it would fit you, then mm. yeah, that's fine. Not because like, if you're uh, a guy and you can't wear, shut up. So, <laughs> but like, I bought the pinafore because I thought I was like, oh, they look so cute. Right. And when I got them in the mail, I was so excited. And then I did the bunny look for um, Teco. Yeah, and, I saw mm-hmm. And that was one of my hands down favorite looks I've ever done. And then for Castle Point, I used the other one that I bought and I did like something inspired a little bit by um, Trixie Mattel. Ooh, like, oh, okay. Makeup like with the eyes going down and everything it was a little inspired just because of that part but uh-huh. and it was covered in stars and everything and that was like my second favorite look and i was like my top two favorite looks had quote unquote for lack of a better term term girl clothing and it was like it's not really like it didn't matter i still looked cute at the end of the day yeah <laughs> Like, seeing that, it did change my perspective a lot. And I was like, maybe I can try out a skirt one day. But I was also kind of like, where can I even get one that would fit my aesthetic? So, Mm. and I've also considered getting into OTT Lolita. But I was also kind of like, I'm going to wait for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Understandable. (laughs) I love Lolita, but sometimes I look and I'm like, yeah, like you're you're kind of afraid to touch it. You know, it's just all <laughs> like, like, oh, if I do this, then, you know. Like, like, I already feel like I'm getting dragged for what I'm wearing now. Right. <laughs> if I'm going to get to Lolita, bye. Like, yeah. I might as- yeah, I I'll totally just, feel you. Might as well just sit on train tracks and wait for the train. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Like, that's, that's like extreme, but it's just like, like, I feel like maybe the community is a little bit sensitive. Yeah. I don't know about that. So you want to make sure that when you wear it, like, mm. a, and, and especially for the first time and things like that, that, that you're purposeful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But that's, yeah. that's really good that it's never affected you. Because mm-hmm. um, I know personally, I've had the same problem and especially like being a trans guy, mm-hmm. people are like, but you're, you say you're a guy, so why do you wear girl clothes? You're obviously faking. And it's like, Oh, shut up. Let me hear that. I, I'll be real with you. Let me hear that. I'll like look at them in the eye and I'll be like, bruh, you really want to do this right now? <laughs> I'll probably have like horns and everything and probably like Ishokohara, everything. I'll be like, you yeah. really want to do this right now? You really want to try this right now? <laughs> <laughs> kind of on, because you talked before about like your horns and uh, what has spurred on your monster themes? I'm super interested in them. I am so happy you asked that. So, yes. far before getting into J-Fashion, I was so into, like, 
Monsters, Inc. I loved all the monsters, especially Sully. And then I saw that fur jacket, that blue fur jacket that I have. I call it my Sully jacket all the time. Besides that, I really mixed my monster aesthetic when I met my friend, uh, Smell of Catshine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was hesitant at first, but this one pushed me and said, oh, no, 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 you're doing this. You are doing a shokuhara with me. We're going to look like monsters on a live stream. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess we're doing it then. It's always and, great when you have a friend. Oh, yeah. It definitely yeah. helps with the, the nerves. Shit. They pushed me into it, and I was so excited. And I had my Ben Nye aqua color paint, and they were just like, fuck it, let's do it. And... That started my first look with, like, the blue face, the pink hair, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I saw that and that became a reality, I was like, maybe I do want to do that. Maybe I do want to get into this maybe a little bit I more. I am really a monster. Exactly. <laughs> so when that happened, it, it was over for these bitches. I was already <laughs> ready. And I started coming out with, uh, God, I'm losing my words right now. Uh, uh, like a good kawaii aesthetic, like, you know, like, um, cute guts. Like, that's such a weird term. Yummy kawaii? Term. Or, like, creepy kawaii? Or um, creepy cute? Sort of, because when I think creepy cute, I think of, like, the darker aesthetics and mm-hmm. everything. Guro kawaii is, like, grotesque. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, you see, like, it's not blood creepy. splatters and guts and stuff. Yeah, and it's not just, like nasty a moment no it is nasty it is um gory it is disgusting and i love that so much to the point where like guru kawaii can be like sharp teeth but Mm -hmm. with like with some teeth missing or like braces or like Uh eating a neon colored heart kind of makes me think of like um like horror movies that like really go over the top in a way where it like it's so exaggerated that it's not like scary to you anymore because it seems like well obviously that's not really happening but you still really want to watch and it's really entertaining Mm-hmm. and like i guess that also stems from all my love to horror movies since i was since i was like nine my favorite movies are like filled with the gore so mm-hmm. it's just like i guess that kind of stemmed in and leaked itself into what i wear that's really cool. I really like to um, see that or, like, make those connections in fashion to just, like, yeah, this is just, like, the overall theme of my life. And this is, like, it's almost like you look at what you wear and you can almost do, like, a personality test or, like, mm-hmm. therapy of just, like, this is the type <laughs> of person you are. Like, oh, you keep doing this. Why? Right. <laughs> and that is childhood led to that? <laughs> and, like, it's so funny because, like, because I'm planning, I'm planning like a photo shoot for like a secret project. It involves like, this is gonna be a little gross, I'm sorry. Um, it involves me in like a PVC made dress, quote unquote, mm. looking like a monster and serving my gut on a platter. Ooh, oh, interesting. Okay. It's supposed to be very comedic and fun and yeah. all that because like my idea is like I'm tipping on the chair with the guts in my hand, like platform shoes in the air. Yeah. It's supposed to be comedic and it's also supposed to be really grotesque but cute. And it's it's supposed to give you a weird feeling of like, I should be concerned about you. 
I'm not. I'm <laughs> laughing at you. Why are your guts like blue, green, yellow, and orange? Like what? It's a really interesting dichotomy that I really enjoy. And then what is your process when coming up with new chords? So there is like 50 different ways I do it. I think the one I do the most is I wake up, look at my phone, see it's an event today, and go, shit! (laughs) I run run to my, I run to, because I have two closets and two drawers. Mm. I got um, the second drawer, like, out of sheer luck. The apartment that I'm living at had two closets, so I'm like, oh. Perfect. So I run to my quote unquote J fashion drawers and I start looking through everything. If I'm hard on time, I'll just like grab my staple pieces, put them together and be like, boom, bam, there we go. No makeup or like very minimal, like under the eyes red or really baggy, like tired eyes, bleeding Mm -hmm. nose. Like I have to run out the door in my platforms. If I have time, which is usually recently, at least a little bit more now, because I've been trying to keep my super OTT um, looks strictly for, like, events, which Mm -hmm. is sort of sad to say, but more so of the fact that there's been a lot that's happened in my life recently, and sometimes you can't be OTT all the time, like, because, like, maybe there's so much that's happened to you, and you're like... This is a lot. Your life, like, your life is too OTT for you to like get <laughs> into your outfit, you like, know? Like, for example, I didn't go to Pride because it was, mm. there was so much that happened within the past two, three weeks. I was like, I need a break. Yeah, we right. all we all definitely need to take some time to ourselves. It's like a lot of energy you put into these outfits, even like saving the OTT for like certain moments, like that can actually be really good because you get some time to like gather all these things together and really just think about your outfit rather than feeling like, all right, I got to like vomit out this outfit like every single day, you know, like because it's all about like dressing how you, you know, feel or want to express yourself that day, not necessarily trying to be like, it needs to be this standard. I want to represent what I like. I want to represent in my clothes, like, what am I trying to portray? Am I trying to portray, like, a very tired person who just got out of bed and, like, put together colorful clothing? Because I usually do that with, like, the really heavy... I make these eye bags heavy, like, right? (laughs) Like, Like, I want you to see, like, hi, I'm tired. But then, like, it'll look like I try to put on all this makeup and try to Mm. look cute when I look super tired, and that was the point. And, like, I have, like, red residue from my nose because, like, I bled from my nose or something. Or I can do, like, a fully shokuhara look, which has ruined clothes but oh, I no. it's okay i've been able to get all of them out so far nice i'm getting flashbacks to my homestuck days oh no i'm so <laughs> overall like my process gets really funky but as of recently i've been trying to chill out and be like okay what do i want and recently i've been wanting new pieces because I've been super into PVC, but I didn't know mm. a place that sold PVC, specifically yeah. PVC shorts. Mm. And I found a place that actually sold them. And I was like, I'm going to try you out. So I bought my first piece from there. If I like it, then I'll order more from them. If I mm. don't, then I'll probably just sell the piece that I have. Okay, so it sounds like you kind of look at like how you feel and then make your coordinates off of that. Um, either like on the spot or if it's something really special that you want to like 
put some extra planning into. Like you kind of right. think of like event wise or a theme or something that you're mm-hmm. trying to like get into. Yeah, and then also if a friend's with me, I'll even ask them to join me and be like, listen, like, let's make this a party. Like, come help me. Like, mm-hmm. y'all are smart. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the smartest person in the world. Mm-hmm. I can't openly admit that, but I will also admit, like, I know when I need help. So I'll, like, mm-hmm. grab my be like, I think that's smart. Hey. I'll be like, hey, you're helping me now. <laughs> yeah, people definitely need to know how to like, like when to ask for help and who to ask for help from. Like, very important. Sometimes if you ask the wrong person, they make you and they end up making you feel bad and things like that. Right. So it's and definitely so far, good to have like-minded yeah. people. And so far, all the friends that I have asked, mm-hmm. not an issue whatsoever. If anything, like they because I come from. New Jersey, but my mm-hmm. my entire, almost my entire family, not my family, but like, you know, like how your friends are family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They come from either New Jersey or New York. And of course, a majority of them are queer, POC, mm-hmm. punk ass people. <laughs> and like, they have good advice. And some, and a lot of them usually do know how to color coordinate really well. And so sometimes like, if I'm wearing all colors, like, I don't need your help. I know what I'm wearing. Like, <laughs> Like, you literally cannot go wrong with, does a rainbow match with rainbow? Like, right. I, but the, the, there was a time where there was a little bit when I was like, rainbow matches with rainbow. And then I looked at the rainbows. And I'm like, they're not the same shade. <laughs> but as of recently, like a lot of my friends who do know a lot of color coordination have been helping me out a little bit. And I think the hardest part out of the, all the coordinations is the makeup because Lord have mercy, do I not know what to wear on my face sometimes. And what's funny is that people think, like, I'm this, like, big old, like, MUA, this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, I'm I'm, I'm trying my best. Aren't we all? Right? Yeah. Let me try my best here, please. Like, people ask, like, oh, do, like, a Get Ready With Me video to, like, show how you... How, like, how do you do your makeup and stuff? And I'm just like, no, you don't want to know. I don't want yeah. you to know. Like, this is, like... <laughs> like, <laughs> like I barely do- know how to I do it. I barely know. Like, I should not be giving you any advice. Like, like <laughs> I'm hanging by a shoestring here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I make up a new process every time. Like, um, how did I do my eyebrows this time? I don't know. I'm still finding. Like, if you want, like, go to, like, because I... I thought of like three people that I can say like you can go to for makeup advice. Out of those three people, I was not one of them, so I don't know. <laughs> what like I can give little tips, but don't ask me for a full get ready with me. I will make you laugh, and not on purpose. <laughs> and the last question that we have for you is, uh, what's been your favorite part about being in J Fashion in the recent years? I've been noticing that there's a little bit of a revival of Decora, and I think the big notice, funny enough, was when at Teco. That was where I noticed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will actually bring up the fashion show I did with Kamila, which to this day is still one of the my favorite things that I've ever done. Yeah, um, I, yeah, that was a great experience. Teco was amazing. I came home and I was so sad. I wanted to go back. I was like, <laughs> I'm so upset. Like, I want to come back. That like, post-con depression hits you hard. Yo, yeah. I never have post-con depression. That was the first time I ever got it. And I was so sad. Oh, no. I think the main thing that with that was just like, I saw how colorful people can actually be. Yeah. And that was the one thing that I was really happy with. 
Because I saw a lot more decor people than I thought I was going to see. Yeah, me too. And, and then, of course, like, the whole experience with modeling with... With, with the, the with queen Marika? of decor. Yeah! I was like, <laughs> oh. I was like hello? Like, yeah. I, I walked in, and then I saw you had the extra outfit. I'm like, I didn't ask, and then you said Haruka. I'm like, what? <laughs> And then I noticed we were wearing the same shirt. I was like, double what? Like, wait. <laughs> wait. Yeah, and I gave her the shirt after the show, and she's, like, worn it three times at least and wore it while performing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I made that. That's mine. <laughs> like, I just remember seeing, like, Har- like Haruka's in all the videos that kind of, like, describe, like, what's Decora and things. And I remember seeing that when I wasn't wearing any J fashion at the time and just thinking, like, oh, man, she's so cool. I want to dress like her one day. And, like, it'd be really cool to, like, meet her, but I'll probably, like, never meet her. Yeah. And-, <laughs> and now here you are handing something you made to her that she's wearing now yeah i was just like wow like <laughs> it's like amazing and i've seen that like people are expressing themselves a lot more in j fashion of course there's a whole thing with um minhita and oh, that yeah. the- like, I love Manhita, yeah, like, and, and I understand it, but sometimes I get scared of it, too, because it, that's, it does touch on really touchy subjects. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, depression, suicide, self-harm, like, but I'm really happy that it exists. I think the main thing with J-Fashion is that we can all agree that we express ourselves through our clothing, and that it's starting to get more and more apparent. Like, we don't give a shit about what you say. Mm-hmm. We look cute. We have our gear on. We have our war paint on. We have right. our hair clips in. We have our rings ready to fuck you up. Like, <laughs> yes. Well, I have my platform shoes that double as a weapon. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> right. Aggressively cute. Hmm, I wonder who uh, coined that one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but do you know uh, Kamila, owner of Hard Decora? Oh, do I? Oh, oh let me let me oh. check. I don't know if I know her. <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> all right, well, that wraps up all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show and dealing with our technical difficulties that we had beforehand. <laughs> we really appreciate it. It's not a problem. I'm just happy you had me. Of course, we love <laughs> yeah, having this you. Was a really fun interview. Yeah, you're an absolute sweetheart, and like everything about you is super interesting. Oh, stop it! Don't stop it! No, keep going. Keep going. I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much again. Hey, y'all. This is Hayden. Uh, we forgot to record an outro, so thank you so much for listening to OK Podcast, and we will see you next month. Have a good one.